going up. Curtain going up. Places, please. Overture, stand by. Ladies and gentlemen, she comes to you from the cornfields of Indiana. She loves the Constitution more than she likes most people. Allow me to introduce Shouse in the House. Okay, we are go. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us. This is Shouse in the House, literally Heather with you. Um, and I am joined today by Alex with Control Pew. It's I'm kind of fangirling. He's one of my favorite people on the planet for a multitude of reasons. But I, um, I'm, I'm incredibly excited to have him on the show with me today. Uh, if you don't know who he is, I'm going to actually give him the ability to kind of talk about himself a little bit because everybody loves doing that you love talking about yourself um yeah I'm alex will so you good share at it. with <laughs> who will you share with them i mean obviously if uh, to give a little bit of transparency he runs the website control pew and the catalog and um that for my audience who is not a fan or a participant in firearms um that is the place to get any sort of cad file for a 3D printed firearm. So um, please, real quick, uh, if you don't care, Alex, kind of talk about yourself, sure. your background, and how you got into this. So I'm uh, I'm Alex ControlPew. I run ControlPew.com, like you said. Uh, ControlPew.com is really a, I guess, well, ControlPew does some development and some R&D, so a couple files here and there. Primarily, though, it serves as like a, a marketing sort of um, I guess, you know, hype house for, for 3D printed right. guns. I like to share on the internet and people apparently like to listen to me talk about it. So uh, that's, that's Control we P in a it. nutshell. Um, the catalog serves as sort of an organizational uh, component to our, our sort of weird decentralized online community. Uh, it has a, uh, it, it sort of, publishes a release standard it it allow or it organizes uh beta testing for files so that what you download from the catalog has been tested and you know that has been tested and what actually blow up um and then uh it serves as sort of a release uh vector so when you when a, a new file comes out it'll get uploaded to uh to these sites for the under the catalog and sort of that's how you know it sticks with that same sort of quality standard of a file of release package so that you know when you build it, you can actually go, or when you download it, you can actually go build it and aren't completely lost. Um, yeah. <laughs> so real quick on the, you know, it won't blow up part. Like I think at any time I'm incredibly passionate about 3d printed firearms, not because I do it all the time because I have a 3d printer that I bought, it's still in the box. So I'm no. kind of ashamed to have you on my show and tell you that. But uh, I know, right? It's like, tss, tss, tss. Um, yeah. but I'm one of those people where I feel like I need to be like really comfortable before I dive into something like that. It was the same way when I bought my Cricut, which I know that's two different worlds. Mm -hmm. But like, I went and watched every tutorial. I wanted to understand if something fucks up, how do I fix it? Right? So, right, right. Um, and I, you know, there have been obviously horror stories with 3D printing. And so before I go, any time that I tell somebody, yeah, I'm going to 3D print some guns, they're like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? Why would you print a plastic gun? It's just going to blow up in your hand. 
explain to the complete layman why a 3D printed firearm that has been beta tested, why it doesn't blow up in your hands. So this is um, part of, I, I guess this has been a long struggle in the 3D printed community because the whole guns blow up in your hand thing started with uh, the, you know, with police, government, and news agencies in 2013. You know, when they got a hold of the files for the Liberator, they would print them and they would blow up because they weren't following instructions. They didn't have uh, the, um, the the right printers, the right material, the right settings. And uh, the package for the Liberator wasn't vetted by anyone. It just appeared on the Internet one day um, so that no one tested it except for uh, the guys at, uh, at at Defense Distributed. And... I'll I'll drop some deep lore of the gun printers here. Uh, the shot of it uh, uh, that you saw on 60 Minutes on all the news reels of, you know, Cody shooting this gun, that was the only time it ever really fired. So before then, it had either blown up or uh, or 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 failed to fire or any sort of other problems. Like the the shot that you saw in the news was really the one shot of it actually working properly. Um. Wow. So it, 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 it appeared on the internet and it was a, a moment in time where it's like, okay, because there were other people also looking at 3D printing at the time. And it was a moment that sort of galvanized the general public into, okay, 3D printed guns exist, but it, it sort of motivated everyone inside of the 3D printed gun space to be like, okay, we need to do better because that's really bad. Right. Um, and so we begin, and so that's where the whole uh, 3D printed guns explode in your hand business started. And from there, it's sort of, we, we sort of evolved it into, uh, now there's, you know, it, it went from, from that to, uh, to, to FOSCAD, which was the, the first real sort of community on the internet. Um, and that evolved into, uh, well, I, I, I say evolved, there was a split because we couldn't agree on, you know, how how releases should be done and how dev should be done. And so there was a split which turned into uh, deterrence dispensed, which now became the catalog. And that whole evolution, which I've been a part of, has, you know, provided a really solid release standard and packaging standard. So when you download something now, as opposed to 10 years ago, uh, there's you have all the files, you have all the you have the the the, the 3D models that you just slice and print. And you have the actual CAD files if you want to work on something or want to evolve the design further. And then there's a well-documented uh, assembly guide um, to, to, to finish up your model, to put the whole gun together so that you understand uh, how that thing is supposed to be assembled. And then there's also, like coming out of the beta group, uh, there's probably a dozen or two live fire tests from various people following the same instructions that you've downloaded proving that you can actually you can actually build the the firearm from those files and instructions so it's just it's one clean self-contained package you can just go download you're not lost anymore and there's there, there's you know multiple third parties verifying that it's all uh it's all there and you know generally safe to operate now these are firearms there is some uh some risk involved sure. you don't know you know what you're doing i mean 
even uh you know factory guns will blow up on occasion right um so there, there's always some risk and you do have to have some skills just inherently around firearms you have to understand sort of how, how they, they work. work in the broad sense yeah. but the beta testing community has proofed that you know that file package enough to by the time it gets into your hands you know that it's been proven there's video of it being proven um most of it's probably there's some a lot of it's probably up on my youtube channel there's a uh a hundred a dozen other guys who are also have channels that are posting their video proof to it too so i mean it's all there it's all public and that's that's sort of uh sort of what we're aiming for is is a public um public proof that the things that we're putting out do work right so i'm gonna get into the youtube stuff in a minute um, that's for sure on the agenda, but before we get there, I want to talk a little bit more about getting into this, like, uh, because that's, that's the goal. Right. And I think that's what I love. Citizen Hush was the very first person that I had on my show that was a very big advocate. And he told me to tell you hello, by the way. Um, I texted him earlier <laughs> I was having you on. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, um, my goal is to be the anti moms demand action. Like I'm a mom who demands action. I want every woman in the country to be armed. Like that's my goal, right? I want every single mom goal. to have a gun. <laughs> like <laughs> I like I'm the yeah. total and complete opposite. I think that moms demand actions are domestic terrorists. So right. Um, I I think you and I see eye to eye on that. But I yeah. I am curious. Because there's a lot of hesitancy in the gun culture in general for females to get involved, I think personally. Mm -hmm. I think that not it's getting better. I, I don't want to like pretend that girls are all scared of guns. Like that's not what I'm saying. But right. there's a couple things. Uh I feel like the the industry is turned off by females because of the the notion of like feds, right? Like every girl on the internet is a federal agent. Like you're just getting honey potted and you want to know what I've got in my closet. Right. Like I think that nice. that happens frequently and yep. then girls feel shunned, right? Like they feel like they're not welcome in the community. And then there's also, you know, a learning curve, right? Many females haven't been part of this world. They weren't raised in the country where your dad took you, to shoot cans off the fence, you know, like the, it's just, it's not something that that's natural, but they want right. to be involved. So right. coming from this, from a female perspective, what are, I think 3d printing is a huge opportunity because women are crafty, right? Like we want to go make right. our cricket shirts and we want to go do like, I think that 3d printed guns is a very cool transition for females. And I think this yeah. could be, you can make your pretty little fucking Go get your pink gun, you know, like whatever. Like, I think that this is an opportunity. What do you think we could do within the community to bring more women on board? Um, I mean, I don't. So it's we have a problem of collisions of uh, of of sort of the like the user base. Right. So it's firearms are already a very heavily male dominated thing. Um, You know, there's that. And I, I, I like. So there, there's the the STEM argument for like you know getting more women in STEM, and yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. But the problem that I have with that whole argument is, uh, 
I I, th- I feel like there's a natural bias, like a biological bias. Sure. Um. So aside from less tech heavy stuff, right? So. And, you know, call me a sexist, call me I'm wrong. That's fine. Um, oh, I'm, I'm okay with bad, being wrong. I'm a being super wrong. misogynist. Like, I think we should repeal the 19th and women belong in the kitchen. So we're good. <laughs> nice. No, it's it. But I think I think there's a natural bias there. And I don't know. I, I, I'm probably not the person to, to, to hypothesize on how to overcome that. But I think as. Because like, so. Uh, when you think about like the crickets, right? That's a it's a vinyl it's a it's a vinyl plotter with a razor blade on it, right? And for 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 fifty sixty years before that became a consumerist thing, it was an industrial tech thing, right? Right. So before before cricket, it was some big industrial machine that you had to have some guy with an angle grinder figure out how to use. Um, and then it became a cricket at some point in the future. And then, you know, it became the crafty thing. Uh, we're getting to that point, I think, with 3D printers, with like the advent of. I get not so much the Ender 3s and Ender 5s, but more so like the Bamboo X1. Um, if it has if it lives up to its hype and is as user friendly as it should be, um, I it could start applying more and more to, you know, like your 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 hobbyist level um interests instead right. of like your your more industrial tinkery kind of interests um i think that's probably the main hang up is just the ease of getting into that first step yeah um and oh god this is gonna sound really bad later <laughs> no just <laughs> say it it's no, okay no. drink a couple no, more it's it's a uh, like, yeah right like, hang on, hang on. <laughs> oh yeah let's go no <laughs> um I'm going to say it's it's it's. Yeah, I think I think there's and I, I mean, you could also say I, I see this a lot with men, too, where they're buying a printer and then giving up because they can't figure out how to uh how, how to assemble it or, or it doesn't turn on right or they can't figure out how to calibrate it and all their prints look like crap. You know, it's so I, I think regardless, like gender aside, the, the biggest hang up is you still have to have some sort of uh like greater than hobby level tech skill to right. really do well in printing um, yeah so th- that's why i haven't opened my printer yet fyi <laughs> because i don't have said skill i just need you i like i was like okay i'm going to get control pew he's going to come to indiana apocalypse it's going to be great right? i'll bring my 3d printer he'll show me how to do everything <laughs> in the middle of the country oh. <laughs> right. If if only we'll, we'll we'll bring out my solar panel. We'll get it running. Yeah. Right. No. No. If, so if if only I could. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. Uh, however, I think it's also a little bit of laziness, right? And that's what's really interesting to me about the pushback about three D mm-hmm. printed guns. It takes a lot more fucking work, time, and effort. For me to build a 3D printed gun than it does for me to go to downtown Louisville on fucking 7th Street and be like, hey, man, do you know where I can get a pistol? <laughs> and hey man, hey, man, what you got in that trunk? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And have one bought within the night, at least. Yeah. So 
this notion that I, that that route is easier and it's worse and that's the place we need to right. target and go you know what i mean like it's just crazy to me um i mean it's all it's all it's all fear tactics nothing it's not like i'm sure some of the moms demand crowd have this intention of being doing really good but it's just a, it, it's it's stopped being a you know a, a public safety tool and just become a political reelection tool Right. That's that's all it is anymore. It literally is the transition from immigration. Like, so they just, they moved from one talking point to the other. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, people are coming in the country, so we're going to stop talking about that. We're going to move to 3D printed guns now. And it that's that's <laughs> been the conversation. So um, right. before I transition into something else, I you had mentioned like your beta testing and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I no longer watch YouTube at all. I have completely excommunicated from the site 100. Um, but I did watch. You guys just released the Tac Daddy beta testing on Odyssey. I saw that the other day. Uh, it's it's not released yet. It's uh, still. I mean, you released uh, it's the still... video. I apologize. You, oh yeah, no, there's the a testing. there's a yeah yeah there's a small trailer out. So. Talk to me about that gun. Talk. Do you like it? Do you like the way it shoots? Have you tried it yet? Um, yeah. So it's it's my dev. Uh, it's I'm the I'm the dev developer for it. Now you're not on YouTube, right? So this this video isn't going on YouTube anytime. I am on YouTube. I ref- I put my last video up. Um, it's been about two months ago. I'll never post okay. another video again until they change their terms of service. Okay. So uh, I guess I can just show you this. Um, this is the Tac Daddy. It's a uh, the so the the company that's making the parts that we're repurposing here is uh, they've updated the Tac Nine uh, entirely for you know the current year. It's not using its own like nothing on this is compatible with the old Tac Nine, but it's the okay. same sort of uh, aesthetic and 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 sort of. Uh, inspiration um i like it a lot yeah it's it's pretty nice um i know it's 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 just a really it's it's a chunky uh you know nine millimeter pistol caliber well pistol or carbine i guess whatever it it is whatever you want it to be but it's in nine millimeter and it's chunky (laughs) um she a thick girl uh The other, you know, little things, uh, little, little things. So um, I know, I put what is probably, your favorite? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, no, you're, you're good. I'd say I put probably 2000 rounds collectively through my whatever dozen frames I've printed. Uh, the beta test has probably done another five or six hundred on top of that with the frames they've done. And uh, we're 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 winding up for release here in the next couple of weeks. So that's awesome. Um, what's your favorite gun that you've ever printed? Like, and I'm sure some of these questions are questions you've answered on a thousand other podcasts, but I'm curious to know, like, if you were to say this is the only gun I'm printing for the rest of my life, which one would it be? Well, I mean, it's like picking a favorite kid, you know? Yeah. Um, don't lie. Don't pretend you don't have one. <laughs> Right. No, I totally don't. <laughs> it's okay. My kids aren't going to watch the show later. It's, they'll never know. <laughs> no, 
Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's like I, I'm I when I the my favorite gun is always the gun I'm currently working on because if it wasn't my favorite gun, I wouldn't be working on it. Right. So right now, my my favorite gun's Attack Daddy. You know, um, because it's just a, a really it's a really nice shooting gun for, you know, as 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 minimal as it is to put together. It's really it's one of the simplest builds, period. Um, I think. Probably aside from that, it's like there's stuff that I'm still in the early alpha stages on that I'm that I, that are really my favorite guns, um, like the uh, the bullpup Glock or the uh what am i thinking the 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 glompson which is a, a tommy gun sized glock 17 yeah that's awesome it's, it's, it's a it's entirely printed with the stock and everything and then it's got a 16 inch glock barrel on it it's just silly and stupid and i like it um what percentage of the tack daddy is printed versus uh so uh, on this one, everything green, right? So it's the the lower receiver uh, here, the grip, and then this little four 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 end Boy. handguard thing. Yeah. And I think I've got twelve different versions of this that are coming out with it. So it's all sort of out there. <laughs> There's a lot going on with it, but uh, but yeah, only three three components that you actually have to print. And it's all in all, it's about like two, two and a half days. Time wise. So what's the cost? Uh, well, cost on the hardware right now is so everything not printed uh, for just the, the main gun is about 400 bucks. That's um, not bad. Right. Uh, especially for this, like this is. Yeah, that's what you're going to say. It, that's not bad at all. It, it shoots really nicely. So um, for that price, I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, miscellaneous screws and bolts are another couple bucks. Uh, if you want to put a brace on it, that's going to be another hundred bucks. Um, and then for plastic, we're looking at probably twenty bucks. Um, crazy. So, like all in yeah. all, you're probably spending between five and six hundred dollars for it. Yeah, pretty much, pretty close. It's awesome. It's so awesome. Yeah. Like, like. Just saying that out loud and knowing, like, if I went into a gun shop and tried to purchase the same firearm, like, it would be just straight off the shelf. It would be $1,200 or more. Oh, let's see here. So the the gun that we're we're building off of is the Sol Invictus TAC-9. And I can't remember what its MSRP is, but I think it's around 900 ish hmm. i could be wrong no you're know. probably they right keep, they, they keep messing the price around on me so i have no idea but yeah uh, well they keep messing all the prices around on everybody right um, it's current year so let's talk censorship for a minute mm-hmm. so your original control pew account got taken down off of twitter Yep. And that's not and your, is that your first one? Is that like the only one first, that you had? First one on Twitter, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it you made it, it to it, what, 20k? Uh 50 on Twitter. 50. Okay. Yep. And did they ever give you a reason for why they took it down? Nope. 
Uh, it was I, I got that copy uh, that cookie cutter. Um, you violated our right our terms of service. Blah 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 blah. Weapons and whatever. Blah 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 blah. You're not getting your account back. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'll I'll edit this out if you want me to. But I can't believe that your second account has not been caught on a ban evasion because it's not like you're hiding it, right? Like it's not like you're right. not like. This isn't control pew again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I uh, I can't believe that it hasn't been. Ta- I'm glad that it hasn't, obviously. But no. um, I, I think I think the first. So there are some circumstances around the first account because I like I've never had you're a problem the most mild mannered gun account on Twitter. Right. I don't like <laughs> I don't get into politics because I don't care. I'm just right. here to talk about look at my cool guns. Yeah. Look at look at this cool shit that they're extruding out of like liquid goop. You right. know? Um freaking wizards, Harry. Uh so no. Um there there's this thing uh sort of in, in some back back rooms of the gun community where it's it's we're we're just dealing with squirt guns here, right? Because right. they're just it, it's it's goop that they're being squirted onto a plate and then you get a gun at some point. Right. Um uh, yeah, so I don't have, I, I, I have, I, I, I completely derailed and lost my train of thought. It's okay. <laughs> censorship. No, okay, so yeah, censorship. So there was a uh, Sky News did something about three D printed guns, and they'd reached out to me and a couple other people for commentary if they could use video or whatever. And you know, the reporter we talked to was really nice, and we, you know, they were they were very cordial and polite and you know professional and we were you know and like professional in the gun sense so they're sending me pictures of like oh, they were at the shooting range and, oh it's cool you know and uh like all right whatever and we decided we'd work with them for a moment uh on you know and, and made a couple introductions around to other people and you know things like that and then they decided to reach out to like twitter and facebook and instagram and say hey these alt-right white nationalists are, are are selling guns on your platform. How do you feel about that? And then, you know, all these what? social media companies responded with, oh, well, that's a clear violation of our terms of service, and we're going to delete them. And then we got deleted. So uh, the the uh, the footnote there is don't ever don't ever talk to press. Um, right. They're just, sure. They're just they're not people and you can't treat them like that. <laughs> no, they're evil evil entities so it can't even call them humans anymore Um, on 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 my rung of humanity right on my ladder of humanity there's the (laughs) antichrist then lawyers and then reporters and that's that's about where we uh yeah (laughs) right um so are you afraid like i'm curious about this because i I mean obviously there are a lot of people who find what you do to be controversial they think that the idea of making it available for the myanmar people to rebel against their government which we just saw the fgc9 be used in warfare for the first time i think to my knowledge um it's the first time that that a 3d printed weapon was seen in action in a, in warfare, which is mm-hmm. really fucking cool by the way. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's mind blowing. 
Yeah. Like, given the circumstances of the situation, like, it's truly people taking back their freedom with weapons that they're technically not supposed to have. And it, that's fucking as, awesome. As our founders intended, you know. Correct. I don't know about the yes. founders of Myanmar, but whatever. It's not my problem. Right. <laughs> um, so, but I mean, like, but that's awesome, right? Like, that's really right? cool to see people rebel against their government and be using 3D printed weapons to do so. Because otherwise, they wouldn't have the ability. That's that's fucking awesome to me. Um, yeah, Ukraine, I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, ahead. no, go ahead. Ukraine uh, is using 3D printers to make drones to drop shit mm-hmm. down on Russia. Like, that's yep. very fucking cool to me. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, like, and I, I guess, like, I, I would love to take credit as the 3D printed community, but, uh, or I would love to give that credit to 3D, to, to the 3D printed community, but toys like high tech toys in warfare have been has been a thing since the invention of high tech sure. toys right so like people are are seeing the oh my god the ukraine they're doing the drones and you know myanmar did some drones too but you know the taliban was using dji's in you know the 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 mid 2000s yeah. um and you know the uh, I forget which militant group it was. It was a Palestinian something. They were using like RC race cars to drive bricks of C4 and landmines under vehicles, you know? <laughs> so like toy warfare, like as silly as it sounds, has been a thing for the last 20 years because toys right. have become cheap and globally available. And now they're just getting a little cheaper and a little more globally available and a little more customizable through the the magic of this thing that squirts goop onto a hot plate. You right. know? That's fair. But yeah, just just having the ability to make highly complex, highly technical geometry in uh, a relatively durable material and then bolt that geometry onto whatever you want to at a price that's so low that like people who can't afford to eat every day can't afford it. Right. I, I feel like, like and it's just getting better. It's just getting more accessible. There's no stopping it. Um, do you worry? I mean, like, obviously, and maybe I'll ask rather than say, because I don't know for sure. But based in the circles that I run around in online, right, run around on, on the Internet, um, the idea that Jay Stark died of natural causes is... Uh, not a really widely accepted theory in in my circles in the best way that I know how to say that. So uh, do you worry with with a lot of like the language, the legislation, a lot of the federal involvement that's taking place right now? Do you worry about having the site? Do you worry about people coming from you? Have you ever received any sort of threat as Control Pew? Um, I mean, aside from the the every now and again, some Karen will tag the FBI and screech a little. Um, it's been pretty tame, and like I, uh, so Control Pew is a registered corporation. Like my my address is plastered on the internet publicly, right? Because I I've you know my name and address they're all there. Uh, and don't take this as an invitation. 
right? Right. You know, I, I have. A yeah, I know. On... It's like just look around. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it won't. It, it One of us is going to have a very bad day and the other one is going to have a slightly better day, but also still very bad. Um, right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it, it hasn't really been a problem, surprisingly. Uh, I was expecting, you know, at some point a picket on my front lawn and um, something. I don't I don't. But it, it's never been a problem, um, which I guess shouldn't also surprise me because all the people who clamor and scream for, you know, oh, you need to get the guns and you can't be 3D printed the guns and that's illegal are the same people who are going, hey, you, you over there. Um, why don't you go get those guns from him? Right. You know, it's 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 all about I'm going to ask someone else to do this instead of just do it myself. Sure. And. Yeah, I think that's probably been the biggest <laughs> the biggest saving grace here is that it, to prevent it from becoming more of a problem is just that general like apathy towards actually doing something. So So, I mean, and, and then I guess as far as, as far as like the state or, or or anyone else, um everything I've done is explicitly legal and if they wanted to come and say something they could. And then they would have a very nice conversation with my lawyer <laughs> about right. it, right? Um, you know, and we would go down that road. But uh, you know, I, I it's I'm not overly concerned um, at this point. Um, I, the law will be what the law will be, and you know, in public to to, to remain a public figure, I will comply uh, as minimally as humanly possible. So right. So that's the next part that I want to talk about. So you have like HR 1808. I really Mm -hmm. honestly thought they were going to try and they may still Schumer may try. Like I really thought that they before they recessed on Friday, I thought they were going to try to shove that down our throats. Right. And that legislation is the most egregious legislation I've ever seen in my entire life. Like me personally, I think you know this about me. I'm a total and complete absolutist. When it comes to mm-hmm. the Second Amendment, like I think if you're standing on American soil and you're not in prison or that's pretty much it. I think like everyone should have the right to defend themselves however they deem right. necessary. Um, So the NFA, the ATF, like all of that, that is it's fucking it's it's like poof. Right. Inalienable has a very strict definition. And so this idea that you can like put some magic words down and say, oh, just kidding. Like you can't have that shit. Right. You can't have that suppressor without paying us $200. You can't have that gun without, you know what I mean? Like I just, I'm not cool with that. So um, this legislation is a, a bridge way too far over in my opinion. Do you think it will get passed? So that's question number one. Question number two is, do they understand how completely irrelevant it is and has been made by 3D printing? Like, I can go print anything that you tell me I can't have. So fuck you. Right. So have you seen, you've seen the Skinner meme, right? Where he breaks down the fence? No. No? It's it's like, the the, the caption is... uh, DM it to me. Uh, if you have right, it, hang on. I never have these things handy. I guess the the bottom text is uh is is no. It's everyone else who is wrong. 
Right. And I think that's what our, our, our politicians, that's the state that they permanently reside in. Right. It's, it's no, no, this thing that I want is right. And it's everyone else that is wrong. Right. Um, as far as 1808, I don't think it'll pass. I don't think it'll pass the Senate. Um, and I think it will. I don't think it'll pass the Senate for the same reason that uh, our politicians keep getting elected on the same uh, sort of garbage that uh, that they 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 sort of prop themselves on that they've been propping themselves on every election cycle for the last fifty years. They don't care about solving the problem or solving a problem. They care about having the issue to argue about to their right. their more and more radicalized base of voters be like look look we're doing something we're doing something look they're not doing something don't vote for them vote for me and uh you know this is just one more look we did a thing and then it's going to fail in the senate and they're going to be like oh look how bad the senate is you should vote for someone else you know <laughs> and that right. i think so we this is like this is the crank handle of the, of the the election cycle returning to the up position ready for the next guy to be like, okay, look at the Senate. They're doing it bad. Right. Now. Oh, it failed the Senate. We gotta, we gotta run it through the house again. Oh, now it's through the house. And then we just go around in circles. So, um, yeah, I don't think it'll, fa- it'll pass. I don't know that I care if it will or not, because I'm just looking at like 40 a right. Section two forty a on this. And any has, has any one of the following a pistol grip, right? So name, uh, a, a semi-automatic rifle sold in the last 20 years that doesn't have a pistol grip. Right. <laughs> but I your mean, grandfather didn't if you already have it. You just can't buy it moving forward. Yeah. But, what does that even do? Get... Nothing. Yeah, I, I don't. Prove I didn't like, have it beforehand. Right. Every, every, well, they have that 4473, assuming you bought it through an FFL. Right. And well, we're that's the, true. The, the first party of a, uh, of a, uh, a legal purchase. The, the yeah, you're the first legal purchaser after the point of retail, right? Because that's all the 4473 is good for. Right. So and the I think guns this is, that were this is another. Down... Go ahead. Sorry. I'm go sorry. Ahead. No. Go ahead. Uh, th- say this that that 4473 business is just another of many points that you know are are our opposition in this argument doesn't understand right because it's only good from the manufacturer to the first commercial point of sale uh and you know like you might have to do a 4473 if you're buying a used gun from you know an ffl but that between the first ffl and the second ffl no one's going to know what happened to it maybe you remember you know yeah, what I was gonna say is like all those guns that my dad gave me. There's there was no FFL transaction there, and right, my grandfather like it's anyway. It's just silly to me. It's nonsense. Yeah, um, I think there's one gun in my office that has an FFL on it, and that's it. So I don't know, which is insane it's all nonsense. considering. <laughs> right. Um, so, which is, which is too many, but whatever. <laughs> I totally got sidetracked. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I got sidetracked. Let's go back to the censorship conversation. So Twitter took you down. Sure. Yep. You came back within, I think it was like a week. You were back. Yeah. So uh, Control View 2 was was an alt account that I had already had and forgot about. Um, awesome. Like I, 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 I said, so all, I, I look at my social media with the perspective that all of my accounts are disposable. 
completely disposable. So if I get deleted, it doesn't really phase me too much. Um, right. I'm just going to roll a new account and carry on doing the same thing that I've always been doing. And the whole point of all of these accounts is to get people to go to controlpew.com, which is where I can actually talk about anything. I can tell you about files that are coming out. I can tell you where files are. Uh, I can write a guide to show you how to set up your printer or anything sure. else and not have to get censored by... Um, you know, magical by, terms by big of service tech. that seem to change right. on a regular basis. Yeah. Well, that that don't it doesn't even matter if they change; they just flat out don't apply, right? Yes, because like I, it, it's always for for selling a gun for me, but I don't ever sell guns, so I can't. I don't. I yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um. So, talk to me about what happened with YouTube. Um. Because I watched that video, you're getting ready to go to, what's the name of the place you... Utreon? Utreon. Utreon, yeah. That's where you're going right. to start posting, right? Yep, and so from... Uh, well, I'm posting on both. Um, and the reason I post on both is the problem with all social media, right? All of these alt to alt to alt social sites uh, is the people who engage aren't going to those sites, they're like like on Twitter, right? Uh, I'm back to 10,000 on Twitter. And every time I post about it, hey, are you every time I post about censorship, I get a, someone asks, hey, are you on, you know, whatever social media site X? Right. And I say, yes, right. of course I am. I post there at the same frequency I do everything else. Why aren't you already following me there? You know, yeah. that's the problem is they're they're engaging with me on Twitter. They're not engaging with me on Gab or Minds or whatever else. Sure. Um. And so it's the same with YouTube. You know, I'm I'm still uploading all of my content to YouTube. I'm also uploading it to Utreon, to uh, Rumble, to uh, to Odyssey. You know, I'm I'm literally all over the place. Um, but it's just a matter of people are not willing to leave these platforms. Right. Um, they're they're not willing to just you know step off that ship and. Uh, you know, I, I don't really know how to resolve that one just because yeah. it's it's the user. And then and then you miss the whole like, well, I'm not really hyper into guns. I just want to do Twitter stuff for like, you know, the 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 3D printed gun furry crossover segment is on Twitter is kind of insane, Um, you know, and so I'll have, you know, the furry community go, hey, how do I print a gun? I'm like, uh, we'll go to control. Dot com go to the guide.controlp.com follow right. the instructions you know that's and then and then don't print a gun learn to print right <laughs> that's step one um so yeah it, it's 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 these sort of communities outside of the immediate gun space who have some vague interest in uh in guns but don't really know where to begin and so they, you know, their their first thing is, well, I saw this guy post about a gun, so I'm going to ask about it kind of a situation. And so that's I mean, I don't. Yeah, I wish I could solve the problem with with censorship and audience and everything else. Unfortunately, it's super I frustrating just, that. Yeah, it. It, it so just comes down to the people. Oh, yeah. I think that like if you want that to be your terms of service, I'll play ball. But right. you better fucking apply it across the board. So right. well, just, if just I can't call say, hey, Kamala Harris a cunt, 
<laughs> then no one on the platform can call Donald Trump uh, whatever the fuck they want to call him. Like, the, right. you can't tell me that it's hate and violence for me to call her. Like, I typed Kamala Cunt. That's what I typed because that's her name to me. Like, that's what I refer to her as because she is one. And so if I can't type that, then why can ever I got I could 12 hours they shut my account down for writing Damn. Kamala Cunt. <laughs> and called That's, it uh, violence. I vi- I violated their violence policy. Wow. What? Yeah. Let me show no, you, you violence. Got, you got... I'm gonna go to your search tab and I'm gonna send you just fucking right? pages of violence. God. It's crazy. <laughs> And then YouTube, I, I'm on my soapbox here for a minute. Um, <laughs> I interviewed the companies called Redo Voting. And they do 100% blockchain for the voting. And incredibly flawless product. And so in my interview, I played devil's advocate and asked all of the objections that people would have for that type of system. And in my interview, I'm not fucking kidding you, Alex. This is what I said. I want to stay away from all of the conspiracy theories. I'm not talking about dead people voting <laughs> or switching voting on machines or anything like that. I want to stay away from that. I just want to talk about the fact that laws were changed without going through the state legislatures. They mm-hmm. fucking took my video down. They banned me for a week from YouTube. And Jesus. then they demonetized me for six months. Because my entire channel, not just like and like whatever. They demonetized me for six months because they said that I violated their uh, like talking about voting, like whatever that policy is. So that that's being, a policy. I put my fucking Karen hat on, and I went <laughs> back and I said, "Um, excuse me, you got this wrong." And then I put the timestamp, the language, I put everything in my appeal in less right. than this is a forty-minute-long interview. In less than 40 seconds, they rejected me back and said, after careful, thorough review of your video, we have found that you are in violation. Your appeal is denied. (sighs) Yeah. And from that day forward, I refused. I posted my, like, say la vie until you change your terms of service. Fuck you. I'm not. I will not give you a single view. I will never watch YouTube again. And I haven't. People will send me YouTube links. I'm like, D- what is this? So I can go find it somewhere else. Like I won't even, I won't even <laughs> click the fucking link. I hate them. Nice. That much. Nice. Now. Yeah, I, uh, I can't fault you for that. That's, <laughs> that's some silly crap. Uh, good lord, I don't. They have a policy on talking about voting. Yes. That's so insane. It's new. It's new. It's new, Alex. They just they just so, added it just for fun. Right, just for you. Yeah. Just for funsies. <laughs> <gasps> I I got I don't even like I wish I could pull it up real quick cause, and read it because I'm just I, I how would you even police that? Also, what the hell is even policeable about that? 
Like, also, okay, why? And, <laughs> oh, but see, here's the thing. Like, I'm not allowed to talk about voting, but Act Blue can put out a fucking lie upon lie of commercials or whatever for voting. Right. Now, how does that work? How you cause well, it, they paid you money to let them put yes. it out there? <laughs> like, is that how that yes. works? No, that they they paid the money and they they align politically with their their political philosophies align and there was an right. exchange of money and so yeah. it's all fine in the youtube world that's that's apparently uh peak performance or something it's crazy <laughs> so this uh, this new place where you're going um mm-hmm. I was reading in your description of the video where you kind of made your announcement on Odyssey. Mm-hmm. You're like, we're not dogging Odyssey. We just think that this is a better platform. Why do you think it is it just because of like what they allow from specifications for the uploads and stuff? Yeah. So I guess Utreon's first pitch, because uh, the guy talks to me like he the the owner of Utreon talks to me and several other people. Um, so that's, that's one nice little perk, uh, sure. is we actually, we, we've spoken to the guy and we can get a hold of him. So when something goes amiss, uh, he's not out of reach, right? Right. I don't have to call like, and I, my, my channel's not even big enough on YouTube to have the secret YouTube help phone number, you know? So like <laughs> if, if something, something, some problem on YouTube, Come I'm just on, Alex, they wouldn't answer the phone if you called anyway. Yeah, no, that's true. I, that's why that's why I have nine cell phones, you know, and I keep switching them. Um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I have nine cell phones. It's, it's, oh my it's God. part of my my it's part of my anti censorship uh, troll. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> I, yeah, we'll we'll get into that in a minute. I'll I'll explain how what what happens when I get deleted. Um, but uh. Yeah, so Utreon, we the the owner is someone we talk to, we can talk to, we can get a hold of them, and uh, they sort of pitched it like a Patreon YouTube combo. So right. it, it's it's really nice to have a little uh, like a a stream of revenue where they're 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 pro, you know, pr- they're not I'm not gonna say they're pro gun, but they're pro like our messaging. They they think what sure. we're doing is cool. They like guns um, and they're not going to they, they've assured us repeatedly they're not going to take a policy that prevents them from uh, from, from dealing with this kind of content and sure. from monetizing this kind of content. So it's it's a nice mix of Patreon and YouTube and, you know, Patreon's famously anti-gun. They've deleted I don't know how many, you know, gun tuber uh, Patreon pages um, most recently in our community from Patreon uh, too. <laughs> Now, most recently for us, uh, like Suckboy Tony, who's doing the the plasma musket, got deleted from Patreon. So uh, that he went over to Utreon also. Uh, So it's it's a nice combo. It's a good sort of um, I'm not going to say secured line of 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 funds, but uh, it's at least more. It's at least safer than Patreon. So sure. Or any of the other uh, subscription fan service type platforms that exist even only fans only fans won't deal with this either no way we tried (laughs) yeah they uh they deleted mine (laughs) so we had an idea so i'm in like a whole bunch of gun chats on twitter and 
one of the ideas is to get ammofans.com and you pay in ammo for for your videos and content and footage. That's intriguing. Yeah. Instead Shipping of Shipping ammo is a pain in the ass though. That's true. Facts. Because because of the government, it's a pain in right. the ass. Well, I mean, what they, they don't know, right? Right. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're supposed to tell them when you ship hazmat. You don't supposed have to. They might scan it, and then it might belong to someone to spend else. Spend American taxpayer dollars in America too. Right? But they don't do that either. <laughs> God, that's true. Oh my God, how much has Ukraine cost us so far? Listen, don't even bring it up. I just saw <laughs> no. like another fucking fifty-five billion dollars being allocated, and I was like, I'm so done with you people. Oh, oh good lord! Can I um, have fifty-five million dollars, please? Yeah, billion, not million. Yeah, billion, oh, billion. with the wow, B. That's... Another fifty-five well, billion. You, you you know what they say, right? It's a million, it's uh, a billion. In Biden's pocket. What do they say? Well, that too. No, it's it's a billion here, a billion there. Sooner or later, it adds up to real money. Yeah. <laughs> There's no such thing anymore. <laughs> There's just no. the illusion. It's right. just like so, sooner or later, it adds up to one bitcoin. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, I like. I guess maybe I'm gonna go that that route now that you just mentioned the word Bitcoin. So, oh no, from like obviously 3D printing is a a massive form of decentralization, right? Like where we're mm-hmm. saying we're gonna do it without your permission. Financial uh, decentralization is usually, or, or from what my experience is in conversations, it goes hand in hand with the 3D printed community. And so I'm curious to kind of hear your position on that especially with the big crypto crash that just took place people say that and i'm like it's still at like twenty nine thousand fucking dollars for a bitcoin like that's not a crash a crash is where we were back to like pennies for a bitcoin so yeah um, it's crashed to what its high was a couple of years ago right whatever (laughs) sure um now so my on Bitcoin, I'm kind of I, I'm I'm very much a noob at cryptocurrency. I understand enough of it to use it. Um, I run like a BTC pay server on the website, so I can take uh, like you can buy merch from me uh, on controlpew.com with crypto with Bitcoin. Um, you can donate to developers directly with Bitcoin. Um, again, through controlpew.com, go to donate.controlpew.com. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh. So, you know, no, but you he's can, serious. Really do go right, no, to donate.controlpew.com. Yeah, do, um, and then also, uh, they have really cute patches. There's one with a little ghost and it says spooky. I have that patch. It's my favorite. Um, they they have lots of really great gear. You guys go visit. We're going to make sure that we plug it as much as we can, but keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, uh, what, the, what the hell was I saying? Uh, shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> I got, I got distracted with the plug. Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. Oh, right. Bitcoin. Okay. So yeah, we take it in the store. You can donate to developers with Bitcoin. Um, so we understand it enough to be able to start using it, but it always turns into we have to use it to convert it to cash to then buy the thing we need to then do the thing we need it for. So and it so, becomes a bigger pain in the ass. 
Right. And then you get into like KYC stuff and now you have to have a Coinbase account and, sure. you know, Coinbase won't deal with you. But like, look, I'm I'm making guns. I need I need cash for my bitcoins. Or flavor. You can't have it. And they, yeah, they just look at you and be like, ew, go away. Right. So, yeah. um, be gone you know, with it, you, you fucking right? leper. <laughs> ew, degenerate. Disgusting. Yeah. So it, it, it becomes a sort of problem there. Um, you know, if you just want Bitcoin for Bitcoin, then whatever, fine. Uh, but, and, and this is sort of where I see a failing on the Bitcoin community as a whole is there's no circular economy for it. There's no utility for it. It's a store of value. It doesn't become a, a replacement for the U.S. dollar. It just becomes a, a it, it, it's a new gold and sure. not a new U.S. dollar. Right. And that's, yeah, I think I you know I, I watched Bitcoin early enough to, to, to recognize that as the hope for it was a new U.S. dollar, a new new fiat, a global fiat currency that was outside of the control of our governments. And it hasn't really become that. I think yeah. I think it's it's fallen a, a bit short of that. But, you know, as far as like. Do you think it's so possible like, that it could get to that point still that there could be uh, a mass acceptance where you could could circumvent the governmental control of financial dealing? I mean, you would have to get back to and this is I think this is probably a crypto community problem as a whole where the onboarding for Bitcoin is so easy. It's remarkably easy. The onboarding for and and it's got the name recognition among the common, you know, the common not crypto bro. Sure. Where whereas like all the other coins that do have some circular utility don't have any of that recognition at all. It's all, oh, you mean you mean the Bitcoin and they're talking about like Tether or Monero ETH or, or yeah. Monero, right? Sure. And so like that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. And until that exists, I don't think people are I, I don't think you're going to get mass adoption. I think you're going to have, you know, uh, the minority adoption who are who are adopting it as a store of value instead of, you know, uh, a, a currency. A currency. Yeah. And so I, that's, sense. you know, and that and again, like that's a big failing for us where we can't buy buy crypto and turn around and pay our utility bill with crypto. Or right. turn around and buy groceries with crypto, or turn around and like pay a traffic ticket with crypto. Yeah, you know, like not that I'm not that I'm for paying your traffic tickets. I hate paying traffic tickets, but I'm just saying, you know, you've reached you know total saturation <laughs> when your government will accept cryptocurrency for a traffic ticket. Sure. So it's funny. Um, so I in October. It will be three years since I paid the tax registration on my car. Nice. And I'm every time a cop gets behind me, I'm like, <laughs> turn to the right, <laughs> get out of the road. <laughs> because right? I'm just waiting to get pulled over and then be like, I, I, oh, I'm so sorry, officer. I completely forgot to go get that done three years ago. <laughs> I just I don't yeah. know. I don't think I should have to pay the government to drive a fucking car that right. but, they don't but even my fix roads, the roads I'm driving on. Yeah, fuck right? them whole oh my ass God. Roads, right? You know, you know Cali I heard about this from a friend. California raised their gas and they've done this like four or five times where they'll propose a bill to pa to raise the gas tax in order to fix the roads. 
And then they don't fix the roads. And right. then they come back a couple years later and propose another bill we to raise really the need to fix, to fix these roads. roads. Yeah. Right. It, they're really bad this time. We promise we'll get them. And then people yeah. vote for it. And it passes. And then the same thing happens. Well, did you know that you like there's a program that Domino's, I think, is who did it. Domino's put a program (laughs) in place where they will fucking fill the potholes because (laughs) the government won't do it. Right. What? How? How? How did that end for Domino's? I don't even know. I don't. To be honest with you, I don't know that a hole was ever filled. That that would be a good look up to to see. Oh man! So, so I know they did one, but Haven for Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, I know they great. did one, and they did up a whole asphalt truck to to do it. Uh, was it just a publicity stunt, or did they actually? Oh yeah, no, like... it was it was totally a publicity stunt. Right. This was just marketing. <laughs> it was well done. I remembered it at least. <laughs> right? I mean, it worked. Sure. Um. So <laughs> let's talk future. Um, future. Sorry. So, I mean, the list came out yesterday of like flags that are now considered mm-hmm. like domestic terrorist flags. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. 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 Wait, now? Now they're considered yeah. domestic terror? They haven't been this whole time? Right. Weird. Betsy Betsy Ross flag was on there, and I was like, I know I shouldn't be surprised, but I for a moment, like, I was taken aback. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is America. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Um, so. I, I guess I, I guess I got to ask you, is it still? Is it still what? America? America? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's it's li- interesting. Every, every day we stray a little further from the light. <laughs> yeah, I so I it's funny like if you'd have asked me 2 years ago, honestly, Alex, if you like if you'd have come to me, if you pull up my fucking Twitter account, you can see like back the blue conservative American like mm-hmm. I was the fucking quintessential suburban white mom who was like volunteering to take fucking donuts (laughs) to the local pd like i like i was all about the fucking state two years ago then covid hit and i turned into you want to talk about you know the meme where it's like who turned you into an extremist and then they look at him and whisper and they're like you did it's like you motherfuckers you turned me into an extremist trying to fucking the more Muzzle I, I've, my I've kid. noticed a trend. Oh my god, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I've noticed a trend where you know you you come into your adult life and you don't have to deal with the government very much, and then you start having to deal with them more and more, and there's this slow creep until everything you do has to deal with some do something with the government. And at some point along that bell curve, most people step off into just God, I hate the government. Yeah, this is really bad. It's you know? really fu- it's funny that you say that. So my dad had a saying. He said, when you are a kid and you still live under your parents' roof, you're a Democrat because you don't pay yep. for anything. Yep. The minute that you graduate and you go out and you pay your first, you get your first paycheck and pay taxes, you become a Republican. 
And mm-hmm. then after you pay taxes for about 10 years, you realize it's all the same fucking thing and then you're free. Yep. And it's like the what you just said is like the exact same thing that my father believed and said. Like it's just eventually you get to the point, but there are so many people who still haven't reached that point. And I don't understand. I don't understand how you can go through your adult life and think, man, I really love the government. It's, I, it's, it's the sunk really cost fallacy. Fun. Do what? It, it, it's the sunk cost fallacy. What's that? So it, it's, it's, I've invested so much time and money into this thing that it can't possibly fail, right? <laughs> it, it, it's, I bought this house service. for 10, <laughs> right? Oh my God, yes, exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they, that's I that it's either that or they're so drunk on the Kool-Aid that they're running for office. Um oh, that's true. Or they're just greedy and they like the money, which is also reasonable. Well, but a lot of these people it's, don't it's... have money. Like we're talking the use well, I don't know how much money you have, but the like the use and knees of the world that mm-hmm. are just like big daddy government is always gonna save us. They're there to protect us. They're oh, going to give me free health care. They're going to forgive my student loans. They love me. Right. They believe that. Well, if you, that. if, I mean, I, I, hmm. I don't really, I don't really know. I think maybe they're the people who were, who are believing that still, uh, had a house, like an older house when they were younger and the paint tasted a little funny still. And so now they're a little, they're a little off. Um, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was funny. I was watching this. It's completely off topic, but I was watching this thing okay. uh, the other day. It was a, a documentary on early leaded fuels and how studies had found like the, the collective IQ of an entire region dropped by like 20 points uh, over the lifetime of wow. leaded fuels. Yeah. And That's so crazy. Hum, hum, right. In the in the early 19th century, humanity literally got dumber as a whole. <laughs> is that how we and, ended and, up with voting? Is that yeah, for women? Probably. Like, is that how that I'm just <laughs> uh, I mean that that's certainly how we got to uh Don't let your to, wife watch this episode. She's gonna hate me. <laughs> what's that? I said, don't let your wife watch this episode. She's gonna hate me. Oh no, she'll get a laugh because she 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 has. So my my wife, I'll t- to tell to tell a dirty secret. My wife uh, works for the DMV uh, in Iowa, oh <laughs> and I I've watched her go through the like the the bell curve of having to deal with more and more of the government, right? Um, just just like in the last five years i've just watched her go like oh my god it's gonna be so much fun i get to help old people with their license and then she starts her job and it gets worse and worse and worse and now she's like jesus i hate this place (laughs) and uh, (laughs) okay so we're back uh sorry for my (laughs) internet situation but you know that's what happens um before i go i did want to ask um one more question so from a machine perspective, I think a lot of people who are wanting to get into, um, and I know you talk about this on your videos and stuff like that, you, you're you constantly plugging, um, but 
just while I have you on, give me kind of a rough idea of what a starter machine would be like. And then somebody maybe that's been printing for a while, what they should upgrade to. Right. So I always recommend if you're getting started in, in 3D printing, spend as little money as humanly possible. And that entry point is the Ender 3 or the Ender, Ender 3. Don't get the basic Ender 3. Get the Ender 3 Pro or the Ender 3 V2. They're a little more expensive, but they have a lot of quality of life stuff that lets you um, live with it a little better. Um, and that'll cost you about $200, $250. Uh, if you have a little more disposable income, go for an Ender 5 Plus or Ender, not, not, sorry, Ender 5 Pro. Do not get the Plus or the base Ender 5. Um, those are both other worlds of, of suffering. So Ender 5 Pro is a step up from the very, very basic. Um, then I don't really have a next, like if you've been in printing for a while and you want to take the next step, because um, the next step up is like $1,000. And so if you're at that point, you're probably using this for some kind of, you know, generating some kind of money with it. Um, and at $1,000, you can get... Like the Bamboo Lab printers started about $1,000. Those are really nice, uh, pretty good quality from what I've seen. Uh, mine is still in the mail to me, so I don't really have any first-hand knowledge of it. But uh, it seems really good for the price. Um, it's really the best in, in, in class. Uh, if you weren't looking at that one, probably $800 is uh, like a CR10. But... Even even at that, just save the extra money and and go for like a a Bamboo Lab X one um, printer. They're they're probably the closest that that I've seen to a an off the shelf hobbyist plug and play printer. Um, so yeah, uh, and how yeah, much so is Ender that 3, one? The the Bamboo one it, that you were just talking about. It'll be a little north of a thousand dollars. Um, though they they just did their Kickstarter, I picked mine up for a thousand, um, with some extras. So retail will be a little higher than a thousand, I think, probably eleven hundred. Wow. So yeah, it's 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 a substantial amount of money, but it is the closest we've seen to a a hobbyist plug and play, you know, three D printer. Um, are you gonna do a really like a, an unboxing, like a? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I'll I'll probably do something. I know uh, 3D Print General's a, a good friend who has been working with the company um, on some of their media, so he's printed some guns with his um, so far, and he likes his pretty, uh, quite a bit. So uh, if you're looking for like info now on it, go go. Oh, go okay. Give him a, a shout. Um, but yeah. It's so funny. I love the 3D print community because it's so like, I don't know, like if you say a name, like I know exactly who you're talking about. So like 3D print general, uh, Vin, Hush, you like it's 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 yep. a very it's and it's such good guys. Like you guys are all such good people, good humans. That's what I really love about it. We try and be like decent and it's it sort of plays back into why we do what we do is we generally believe that most people are okay, you know. Yeah. If they weren't okay, we wouldn't want them to have a gun. Sure. 
And so so we generally think they're probably okay. And if they're probably okay, they should have a gun. Even if the government doesn't think they're probably okay. Right. So um, okay, so let let's do some plug time and then we'll end the episode. <laughs> plug time. Plug time. All right. Everyone can find you on Twitter at at controlpew2. Right. I'll just I'll make it really simple. I have a website, it's controlpew. If you type in the name of the social media platform that you're looking for me on and then go dot controlpew.com, you'll find me. That's so if you awesome. type in twitter.controlp.com, you'll find my Twitter. Instagram.controlp.com, you'll find my Instagram. Uh, and this is really important because there have been a lot of Control Pew scammers that have popped up yes. uh, on various social media sites. So if you think you're talking to me and I'm trying to sell you something or take money from you via DM, you're probably not talking to me. That's clue one. Clue right. two, uh, if you go to whatever social media platform.controlp.com, and you go to a different page than the one you're just talking to. You're also not talking to me. And so that's that's clue two. Right. And uh, if you do both of those and you still give this guy money, I, I it's it's on you. I can't. Yeah. You, you you're failed. hopeless. You failed the test. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so that's that's the handy trick. Um, if you want to learn more about 3D printing, getting started, taking your first 10 steps in 3D printing. Not just firearms, but general 3D printing. Go to the guide.controlp.com. Uh, if you want to support what we do at Control Pew, go to shop.controlp.com. And if you want to support the developers who make the cool guns that you're going to print later, go to donate.controlp.com. Pick your favorite guy, whoever working on the project that you're currently wanting to, to, to play with, and go give him some Bitcoin. Awesome. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to come on with me. Uh, guys, he'll be back um, in the future. Can't tell you why. Can't tell you what we're going to talk about, but <laughs> he will be back on the show. Um, and I'm we sure we'll have stuff. more fun stuff to talk about at that point. So I love you so much. Thank you for coming on with me. Um, My I pleasure. Happy have to have a wonderful evening and sorry for the technical difficulties. All right. No worries. Have a good one. Peace out, everybody. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to be notified whenever we have another episode come up, please subscribe. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen. Please make it a great day in America. This is the country where few people leave, too many people want to enter, and dead people still vote. Take care. I know not what course others may take. But as for me, give me liberty or give me death!